Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, so I'm here with Dave B. So what was the decision to just keep her name as Dave B? Um, I don't know. When I was making like a my, music MySpace, all the cool names like Ludacris and Bow Wow were taken. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just be David. Like I'll just be, at first I was just David, but I was like, that might be too common. So I'll just be Dave B. And I, I don't want to be anybody else in my music, yeah. so I don't really want to have any kind of moniker or anything, just yeah. be myself. Why not have like the full last name? Because my last name is Bowman, and that does, does I wouldn't go see that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So you were born in Seattle, right? Yeah. Were your parents born there as well? My dad's from Chicago. My mom's oh. from North Carolina. Yeah. And somehow ended up in Seattle and yeah. made me. Yeah. Was it for more of the church stuff that they ended up there, or? Um. Yeah. My dad was like a pastor, and he was a musician too. My mom has a bunch of siblings, and they just used to move around a lot, so I guess my grandma just kind of settled in Seattle. Yeah. And then they kind of met up. I'm pretty sure they met through the church, though. Oh, because yeah. her dad was like a youth pastor. Mm -hmm. for, is it most, most of his life, or? Yeah, well, for, he, was a, he was a musician at first. He played bass, and oh. then uh, he got in more into, like, and it, it was mostly the Christian music, and then he got into, like, preaching and stuff so yeah that was like my childhood yeah was my back then you it was like a large part of your life yeah yeah you church like three times a week um, it was crazy yeah and you grew up with like a lot of gospel music did you yeah. already sing in the choir and everything yeah i was like singing in the choir and uh doing like the whole children's church thing bible study and everything i was in like a little praise and worship dance team mm -hmm. at oh. one point in my life yeah like, a lot of a lot of church influence yeah as, as a young kid is that still a big part of her life now not as much I, I listen to a lot of gospel music still but I don't really go to church anymore yeah and I don't really do all that but gospel music is yeah. still shit what was the turning point where that happened like you became less and less attached um I think I just got older and then it wasn't it wasn't mandatory to go to church every Sunday mm -hmm. When I had my own car, yeah. <laughs> I was doing my own thing, yeah. and I could just kind of, I, I just kind of fell out of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. What do your parents think of it now, like that um, you're detaching yourself? Well, I, I don't think my parents go to church that much anymore. Oh, really? So just your whole family <laughs> is just mean, less Yeah, we just kind of like, I don't know. I remember we moved around from like different church homes a mm. lot, and then they, we live in Seattle, and then they were going to some church in Tacoma which is like 30 minutes away. Yeah. And that was just a no-go for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was a no-go yeah. for my mom too because they don't really go there anymore either. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we all kind of just yeah. fell off. Yeah. And you were really into drama like early on, right? Yeah, I did a lot of like musical theater and a lot of plays. That was going to be my life. <laughs> uh, what did you love so much about drama back then? Um, you could be somebody else. Hmm. I like I, I like fell in love with like being able to sing and become like a different character, which is like really interesting to me. Being able to learn lines and then you be a part of a production with a group of people 
and you guys kind of become a family so it was like yeah. a whole thing it was like a whole high for me that was dope mm -hmm. was drama your favorite subject in high school yeah but we didn't really have a drama program oh. until like my senior year yeah and it was the same lady who was uh who was my drama teacher in middle school so she was just like giving me all the parts like favoriting me <laughs> it's pretty cool <laughs> do you remember um, what parts you got um, your favorite ones my favorite ones i remember i was a uh, nick bottom in a midsummer night's dream mm. that was really that was really fun yeah um i got to wear like this donkey mask it was cool and i got to curse in front of the school which was awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah that was those those are good times over your other favorite subjects um like gym Mm -hmm. Play basketball the whole oh. time, or like Athletic. lunch is a good time. <laughs> uh, I don't really, I don't really remember having favorite subjects, or mostly just like favorite classes where all the homies were. Oh in. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't like the best student. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How would you describe yourself back then, growing up? Uh, I was, I was just young. I was clowning. I wanted every. I wanted to be liked, so I just thought I was hella funny. Probably wasn't that funny. The class clown. Yeah, I thought I was hella cute. I definitely wasn't that cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just. I was just trying to be liked. Just being young. Mhm. Mm yeah. And then, do you remember the first CD that you bought? Um, it was the first CD I bought with my own money was uh, Ludacris Word of Mouth, and I remember my sister took me to buy it. We brought it home, and then my dad made me take it back. Oh, because of the curse words? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I remember I was hella sad. I think I cried a little oh. bit. It made me take it back. I had, yeah. to go to, I had to go to Walmart to get the uh, like edited version of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then back then you were in a lot of like rap groups, right, with your cousin or like Yeah, we, uh, we did. I started a, I remember on a family reunion, I started a rap group with my cousin. And it didn't go over too well. And then I started like a bunch of rap groups in middle school and in high school with just like the homies and shit. And yeah. Just, like, Were there, oh. do you remember the names? Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but we literally had no, no way to record. We were just writing rhymes and then like recording over instrumentals for like YouTube and shit. Yeah. Yeah. What was the decision back then to be in a rap group other than like start to put up, uh, like figure out stuff as a solo artist? Um, that, I mean, those times when you're just young and like hella impressionable, like, it just looked hella cool to me. Like a whole, just being with my friend. Like we were already just rapping every day mm -hmm. in school and just like around on the street. So I was like, man, let's be a fucking rap group. Let's take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's just not a thing. Yeah. Yeah, so we just, it, it wasn't, I don't think it was, it was never serious to begin with. Mm -hmm. So we just didn't go through with that. Are they now still doing music to no, other people? It's no. just kind of like a fun, you're the only serious yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> And then when you were like 15, 16, your, your sister got like a microphone or something, right? Yeah, you got a computer. For, uh, for Christmas, I got a computer. She bought me a microphone, a little cheap microphone. I still have it somewhere. Oh. I don't know where it's at, but I recorded yeah. so, like, I think I recorded up until, up until this project, I, on that microphone, I made no like way. all my music, yeah. Or what is the, do you remember the model name? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I know it was so cheap. I don't even think it had a little label on it. Oh, it <laughs> But it was good. It worked. It did yeah. what it needed to do. Is it just you two, you and your sister? Uh, me and my sister, yeah. I grew up in a house with one sister, and then I have two other uh, older sisters. So I got three older sisters. Yeah. And then there's me. Yeah. Oh. 
What do they do now? Is your the sister who bought you the microphone? Does she's she still uh, do music? No, nah, she never did music. Oh. She just like supports me. Honestly, oh, I don't so really sweet. know what she does. I know she uh she has a job though, but I don't know what she does. You went to like Chicago, right? I went to uh, I went to Chicago for school oh. uh, for like a year, and then they used to have like these open mics um, that I used to just go to. And I remember doing uh, some like freestyle this beat my homie sent me. Yeah. And I did like, and then I did some something else after that, like a poem or something. Mm -hmm. But I put it on YouTube. I got like a thousand views in a day. Yeah, so you got I so much like confidence from that. Yeah, I was dope. <laughs> it was hella dope. I was famous. <laughs> <laughs> During that time, you already started putting out stuff on MySpace and yeah. Facebook, right? Yeah. Was it still also under Dave B? Mm-hmm. Is it still up? You just no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> scrapped the whole I intro. I deleted all that. Yeah, all what those did it, entry point yeah. things. Yeah. What did it sound like? That early music. It sounded like. It sounded like somebody who didn't know what they really were trying to do. Mm -hmm. Like it was just sounding like whatever I was listening to. I was, I was listening to like, I I was listening to like dark twisted fantasy. I remember hella songs I made like in that vein yeah. that were just not me. Like that works for him, it doesn't work for you. So like, I was just making a bunch of just random shit, yeah. freestyles. But I was getting all the ideas out, which felt kind of good. So what was the decision to go to Chicago for school? Um, it's really like on top of it being the only school I got into, mm -hmm. it was like <laughs> it was like this art school. So oh. it was really dope. And I went there to do like musical theater and like audio it's production. It's like Columbia College. Yeah. yeah. So th that was, the program seemed cool. I went with my mom earlier in the school year just to visit. And it just seemed like a good place to be. Yeah. So, so what did you want to major in back then? I was doing musical theater. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then doing like audio production as well. Yeah. As like a minor, I guess. But didn't really work out for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the turning point that you realized you wanted to drop out? Um, I was just coming home every day. I was making music all day every day anyway. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of fell out of love with like theater. Um, as far as just like performing in productions and plays. Yeah. And then it's like audio production. That's kind of what I was doing in my dorm anyway. And I was taking, I wasn't really learning yeah. too much. I'm like, I was just making music in my dorm every day and then school was like really expensive and I didn't want to be in debt to anybody. Mm. I'm in debt to people now but yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't want to be in debt to like the school so I kind of just decided yeah. to come home. I tried to go to school back at home and I just never went. I like registered for classes and just didn't go. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of got a job and just started making music instead. Yeah. yeah. Was college something that your parents wanted you to do? Yeah, but I, they weren't too upset when I didn't go. I think they were mostly upset that I didn't tell them that I wasn't going to go. So oh, so I you just, just dropped out and <laughs> you didn't even tell them. So niggas paid for classes and everything, and then I was just not <laughs> showing up. So that was kind of like, yeah. Was it like a semester after that they realized or like well, yeah, a year? Well, yeah, when like <laughs> the whole, like the report card and everything, and Damn. then niggas just didn't go. I just wasn't there. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah. Uh, I was working at the Apple store. Oh. Yeah. I was doing that. And yeah. I remember I was, like, making music with the homies, and I used to just be late every day. I was really just, like, a shithead. And I was I remember saying, I was, like, 30 minutes late, and I was like, I'm never getting fired. They yeah. love me. I'm never going to get fired. I went in there, and she fired me. Damn. <laughs> that was, like, the last job I ever had. And then yeah. I was like, I'm going to just continue to make music every day. 
Let's see what happens with this. That must have been difficult early on, right? To just go. Were you already like building a name back then? Not so as much. I had like I, I had like that tiny little local following that you get, and uh, is this a Seattle following or a Chicago? Yeah, like okay. Seattle following. Um, I had that, but that wasn't really that wasn't really cultivated into anything. Mm. So I was just really going off on a whim, like I could do this. Just yeah. believing in myself, and I was like, I'm gonna just do it. How did you even support yourself early on then? Um, I got uh, unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing that, and I still lived with my mom. Oh, so I could still that makes things every easier. Day, put some gas in the tank yeah. and move around. And I wasn't really doing too much, but going in the basement and making music every oh, day. Oh, so true, yeah. It wasn't really hard to like sustain that kind yeah. of lifestyle. What were your parents thinking of it? Like, that um, period of their life? They were just like, when are you gonna make some money? <laughs> yeah. Like, like what is the what's the real plan here? And I didn't know. I was just like, I'm I'm doing it. I'm getting better. Yeah. <laughs> like, well actually your dad's a musician, so he kind of understands the struggle yeah, then, right? Yeah, so it wasn't really I didn't really get like beat down about it at all. It was just really accepting, just like you can't live here forever. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do this forever. Or do you think you got your confidence from to be able to like put her whole life towards music and you you know what I mean? Mm, I think, I don't know, I like to think of everything like, everything to me is like, everything in the world that you decide to do is kind of the same to me. So like, if I believe, I don't, you're not going to believe it unless I believe it. Mm -hmm. So I have to like, whatever I decide to do, be it like going to college or doing musical theater or just making music by myself, I have to like believe that I can do that. And I don't know, I think that's just something that was like, instilled in me at a young age just like whatever you do like do it 100 percent. yeah like don't just half-ass do mm -hmm. shit so i just that's just been my mindset yeah are your parents personalities similar to that like that characteristic yeah they go all in when they do something <laughs> I, I like i admire that i want to be like that yeah and what would you say was like the first moment that you felt a bit of buzz like outside of the seattle following um maybe uh i think it was like 2015 i made this song i put out like three songs in a day because i was just feeling like that mm -hmm. and then this song leaves like hella people responded to it like not just from soundcloud or yeah on SoundCloud. yeah and uh yeah it was just it kind of was like a little spark or like a little moment of oh shit this is all not for nothing yeah like a lot more people started reaching out like wanted to work with me wanted to like see me live oh damn. and it was uh that was a really good feeling yeah yeah that would probably be the first moment mm -hmm. that i felt that and how did you meet sango and start collaborating um he's from seattle originally oh. and he uh he's friends with one of my homies they like grew up together and i guess he had been telling him about me um for like a long time but it like never came to be anything and then yeah. i remember one day I was on the bus and he DM'd me, or he followed me and I was like, oh shit. And then like 10 minutes later he DM'd me and I was like, yeah. oh shit. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah man, like yeah, this project's dope or whatever. And I was listening to his music at the time, like mm -hmm. when I was getting off the bus. I was like, no, I'm listening to your shit right now. Oh, damn. And he's like, yeah, so we cool. should work. And then like a couple days later, he like came to my mom's house and was just playing me hella beats. Yeah. And just from there, just mm -hmm. made a project. And was it through him that you met all the selection people? Yeah, he introduced me to those guys. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was it like getting like put on by them from like the very beginning? That was, 
it was like surreal. I was still, I'm still trying to adjust to that. Like mm -hmm. I was like, because I was going, I was going somewhere. I think I was getting on a plane to LA or something. Yeah. And then Sango put me in a group chat with Joe K and was like, Damn. this is Dave, da da da. Yeah. And we, then that, that happened. So it was all just, it was quick and it was like, just unbelievable. When was it that you actually found out that you were going to perform on Jilly, Jimmy Fallon? Um, I think like, like a week or two before we went on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, Macklemore texted me and he was like trying to perform Corner Store on Fallon. Oh, did he know, or are you friends with him for a while now? Yeah, I've known him for a minute now. Oh, um, how so did yeah. you meet him initially? Um, through um, this guy I used to work with, John Moore. He's like Seattle OG, like legend. Yeah. And he, uh, he put Macklemore on his first show when he was like 14 or something. Uh -huh. And so he'd been telling him about me. We used to work together. Um, and then, yeah, and then I, he invited me to do some some show with him like a couple years ago and then I went on tour with him last year yeah so we had already been building like this relationship and then we made the song for his album so when he hit me up for the Fallon thing I was like word yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do that that's crazy did you have like extra preparation or practice for it um we did like a little rehearsal beforehand yeah I was so nervous yeah, <laughs> yeah what was it I mean that's crazy it's like the first time you like performed such a big audience yeah. I mean you don't even see it it's all but wild. it's like you it's know like, it's out there like a couple there's like a few hundred people in the room but behind yeah. the camera is like yeah mass amount of people so I'm just like sweating bullets the whole day <laughs> like, it was so good though up. I got don't goosebumps <laughs> <laughs> it was dope it was fun how would you say your music has changed from the early songs that you made um I think it's just like with anything like I've grown a lot and I've grown to be more patient with myself. Like before I was just like, I'm gonna make hella songs every day, no mm -hmm. matter what. And I still feel that way. I still get all my ideas out, but when I'm trying to make a song or like a project, I like to take my time more now. Yeah. And just like really feel out what I'm trying to say or what I'm trying to get across instead of just jotting it down and putting it out there. Yeah. yeah. How do you think, other than that, how do you think you've grown as a person? Um. I'm still pretty immature, but uh, <laughs> I, I think I just have a better grasp on like what I want, what I want to do, mm -hmm. and uh, like what I need, the steps I need to take to get there. Because um, yeah, I'm still like a little shithead, but <laughs> I'm 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 a lot more focused than I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Last question: What do you want to be remembered for? Um. I just want to like inspire people that come from like young black people from Seattle because mm. there's not really like when you think about Seattle you don't think that there's like this hip-hop scene and so for me I think my job is like to let those kids know or like my colleagues know like you can be black and talented and focused mm -hmm. and, and still make shit happen for yourself yeah. instead of like having to piggyback on somebody else's shit or like not be yourself you yeah just, yeah kind of focus i think that's i think that's what my job is yeah, yeah. i love that that's awesome <laughs> thank you so much thank you <laughs>